0: Welcome to Week All It Soccer, a podcast by two United fans. I'm Notch. Sure. And I'm Caleb. Colin is out. This week,
1: Arsenal's funk and the Liverpool's spunk. Shock news from Columbus and livestock news from New York. Thorns win the NWSL, but loons lose in Carson.
0: Caleb, your parents are coming in town tomorrow. Th- they are. What what kind of preparations have you done? Like, how much have you cleaned your place, uh, put things away?
1: Did I mention I have a hard out at, like, right now to go home and clean my apartment? Uh, <laughs> no, I cleaned the, the desk room where they're staying last night, and I just have to do the living room and kitchen. Yeah. But also, that's, like... 50% of my apartment is those two rooms. Okay. So
0: it's it's a lot, but it shouldn't be that bad. Um, Doesn't your dad listen to this? So now he's going to like, you know, he's going to show up, be really impressed and listen to the podcast <laughs> and be like, oh, okay.
1: They might they listen to this on the drive over. <laughs> just that they know it might happen. If they do, it's going to be pretty so so this so is they'll have very high expectations and they walk in and be like oh <laughs> yeah
0: it is spotless i have no idea if it is or not I'm, it's not yet as <laughs> yeah. of this recording my dad's my dad's gonna be here around thanksgiving is what he's saying and um last time my dad was here he was very um he he, he had one of those like well i'm gonna make my son happy by not being very picky so every time i'd be like oh hey do you want to do this he'd be like hey eh, you know whatever like i'd be i'd be like dude just let, let me <laughs> let me impress you with like taking you out somewhere say or like, yes or no just say yes or no yeah let, let me show you some cool brewery or something be excited about something so that i can then make you happy by like bringing you that thing so i'm hoping this time he comes and he's like you know what i really want the fall colors i'll be like which part of the country still has fall colors <laughs> yeah, because we do not <laughs> get in the car dad we're <laughs> driving 25 hours <laughs> to <Yeah>. mexico <laughs> they just go yeah, you have to go
1: south. <laughs> Dude, does Mexico have fall colors? Tweet at us. <laughs> <laughs> We're in Mexico,
0: and there are fall colors. You know, I'll was, I was just hire a team of people to go like leaf by leaf, like painting <laughs> orange in some Mexican town. Like, Dan, all this effort just for you. It's like eh, it's pretty all, cool. It's like not all, committal. Also, I'm
1: bankrupt. Not gonna give me some money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, long story short, I'm
0: going to live with you now, again, so... Clear up my old room! I, I spent all my money painting a tree orange. Again. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the third time. Right? We can't keep bailing you out like this. Well, listeners, this week, I highly suggest you start listening to us at uh, 1.5 pace, because that's the pace at which we're going to record this podcast, I think. We have so much, stuff so much happened in the past seven days in the soccer world. There was betrayal, there was happiness, there was success, there was failure. <laughs> we were doing notes, and we're like,
1: oh, we do this really fast, and like, oh, i do that, oh, I'd do that, and this.
0: And, and this, oh no, this is going to be two hours long. Every single league decided basically to have major news, playoffs, championships, upsets. It was, uh, it was a pretty, pretty great week. Um, if you're a casual soccer fan, really sucky if you really care about soccer a whole lot. Because a lot of bad stuff happened. But let's, uh, speaking of bad stuff happening, let's get to Minnesota United in a segment that we call Loon Monitoring. Gulp, loon monitoring. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just loon monitoring. That, that was a bad cue on that. I, bad timing. <laughs> I just, they just, they're just in my beer. I, I, I try, you know, so our listeners, I don't know if they know, but we, we I'm mean, pretty sure we mentioned, that we always have beers around us. We try to keep the gulps off the air and the burps, which but you, you pointed at. me as I was
1: pouring into my mouth. So I had to... Do quickly. Uh, let's just move on to the game. I'm
0: Which, glad. I'm glad it went that this, way, not the way out. You know. <laughs> although so. this
1: conversation is much more interesting than the game that the loons played on Sunday.
0: I was there. I was in L.A. Yeah. How how was it? How was it hanging out with the L.A. Riot squad? That was fun. They're nice people. I did get. I think I got heckled by Angel City Brigade. They were shouting something, something. I heard in Minnesota like as I walked by, and it was. I mean, it was like really crap banter because I couldn't hear it. Like yeah. So I mean, but L.A. Riot squad. Awesome people swapped scarves. They gave us beer. Their tailgate was awesome. Um, they had tequila there, which. Uh, <laughs> plus and minus. That's a first. Best
1: Portageons Johns I have seen in the entire world. I saw that on Twitter. You and uh, Colin Silver were just raving about it. No, legit. Like plush. Made for royalty. I felt special <laughs> coming out of that Portageon. John. for the stars. Only in L.A. or Carson. Whatever. Pretty
0: much, right? <laughs> <laughs> so. It ridiculously hard day. Stood in the stands for 90 minutes. I'm pretty glad I capoed that whole game because I had my back to the field and didn't have to subject myself to watching three goals being scored against us. Yeah, I had to subject myself to that because I wrote the match recap for
1: fifty-five one, which you didn't find on 55.1. Shameless I plug. <laughs> it's... It, it was a terrible game. Uh, and... We don't have to talk about the game. L.A. didn't play that well either, but they did capitalize on their chances, and we just didn't play ball. Well.
0: You but, heard it here first, folks. Get go- team that scored three goals did not play well. <laughs> <sighs> okay, fine. Let's move on to maybe why Minnesota
1: <laughs> isn't playing well. Sure, we're just gonna roll with that one. Well,
0: well, one thing about L.A. their second goal though. First, it was not called a goal. And then later on, VAR, given Given, a goal. And rightly so. It was funny. Like, the guy, like, stopped the action in the middle of, like, there was something happening on the pitch. I turned around and started looking at what happened. And he shows the VAR symbol, walks off. Second, later, I've turned back to the crowd. And everyone around us starts cheering. I'm like, what happened? Goal? What? It it (laughs) It was was very strange.
1: Really unorthodox goal from Jonathan DeSantos for his first MLS goal, kind of just Barely over Shuttleworth off the crossbar and up. And then in, but just didn't know that at first. Probably punted it away, and they did play for about five seconds, and then okay. ref called it.
0: And finally, just on the on the Galaxy, I just want to point out their new English signing, Alex Hunter, coming through again, again. turning around the season for the Galaxy a little yeah. too late this time. Yeah, not they, in time they, to get them to playoffs like he did in FIFA 18. They wanted that, ob- that objective. You probably did a new haircut or whatever, <laughs> or a new <laughs> tattoo. I don't know. Wouldn't that be weird if like your coach <laughs> was like, "Okay, Giovanni, I need you to get us to the playoffs. Otherwise, you don't get to change your casual <laughs> outfit." Anytime.
1: Well, <laughs> or like once they uh, they made the playoffs, watch them with like a shears and like a buzz.
0: buzzer. And I was, All right, guys, line up. New for everybody. Okay, everyone yeah. who doesn't play FIFA 18 has no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> what about Minnesota United? Um, I think
1: the whole play for your spots next year isn't working.
0: Was that the objective here? It should have been. I hear um, Vadim Demidov was really excited to be training on his own somewhere, so in some Nordic country, oh, far, far away. He, 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 I feel like he Instagrams himself making coffee a whole lot. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't actually know if he's training or what he's doing. But I, 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 I don't know. But it just seems like everyone trying to do too
1: much. Um, there are a couple points where Abu Dhabi took few dribbles away from the goal and tried to recreate his montreal slash his atlanta goal and just sent it out of the stadium and into some poor guy's windshield like, no not again darn kids <laughs> yeah and i just feel like there's a lot of, there wasn't a lot of teamwork on the during the play there was a lot of oh, i'm gonna make this lawnmower running run mm-hmm. and i don't know i got stopped i don't know what to do now and it's just a bunch of that and I mean, we didn't defend well, obviously, because we conceded three goals. Buxel
0: was out there, and he was acquitted and, himself okay, from what I understand. I mean, no, no, I, okay. I,
1: I, I mean, <clears throat> the first goal by Alessandrini was just a brilliant move by Alessandrini. I was, I really put that one on Molino. Okay, who, who got was, subbed off at halftime, and rightfully so. Yeah, um, he didn't pay six hundred thousand. No. I don't know how much he didn't paid. It's a lot. Um, It's less than Demidov, but it is a lot. And for the money he's getting paid, he should be putting up more consistent performances. I feel like If great. we had promotion
0: and relegation, he would be putting in the performances, I can assure you. <laughs> where did that tinfoil come from? I that off. No. <laughs> well, anyway, moving along. I think the big question now goes to next week, where if we play well, we could actually spoil San Jose's playoff chances. And
1: that should be kind of... A, that should be a motivator. You didn't... Be the playoff upset, which can be fun in its own right. You want to do that. You have something to play for.
0: One quick note. Christian Ramirez had something like 700 tickets to this game, apparently. And (laughs) the entire half section of away fans were Ramirez's family and friends. And then about halfway through the game, even more people showed up. So I'm pretty sure at this point that Christian Ramirez is the most popular man in California. So, um... Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. So, anyway, moving uh, along, let's, oh, let's go... Oh, yes. Let's oh, want to say Christian
1: Ramirez and his wife announced that they're having a girl. Excellent. Which is awesome. They had a, a really
0: cute uh, gender reveal yeah. party, which was adorable. So, either Colombia or the United States are going to have an incredible soccer player playing for them in a few, well, like, 19 years time. US, US. Yeah, US. Let's now move into a segment that we call the Major Listing Service, where we talk about news from MLS. One quick midweek result before we move on to the meet. Houston beating SKC 2-1 to keep their playoff hopes alive, but let's now talk about Orlando getting beat 0-1 by Columbus, who are in the playoffs. Game not the most important thing here. No, um,
1: their owner um, has threatened to move the team from Columbus to
0: Austin in 2019. If you're plugged in at all to the MLS internet sphere, you've seen things go bananas in the last two days. Grant Wall going late at night and tweeting that Columbus Crew owner Anthony Precourt of Precourt Sports Ooh. Ventures creatively named organization who bought the Columbus Crew, I believe three or four years ago, I forget exactly when, I believe it's 2013, if I'm not mistaken, and then rebranded them. He is looking to move Columbus, the Columbus Crew and MLS Original to Austin. This has caused... Incredible amounts of upheaval at every level. First of all, the most obvious thing is once there's a team in Austin, it's very unlikely that there's going to be an expansion team in San Antonio. Austin, remember, has not applied for an MLS expansion spot officially. San Mm -hmm. Antonio has. San Antonio's USL team run by Spurs Entertainment, uh, the folks who run the San Antonio Spurs, have been making a huge push to bring MLS into San Antonio in fact, their lease of Toyota Field includes a clause that if they don't have MLS, I believe it's a year from now, if they've not signed an MLS uh, expansion, they pay $5 million. So, uh, Spurs have a lot to lose if, yeah. if Austin gets an expansion spot. The other bit of news that trickled out as time went on. So, first of all, the, the, the initial reaction was outrage to pre because... Why would you move the crew? They are an original team. Yet it, t- throughout MLS's difficult, hard times, the crew were a rock. They've been their stadium has been a wonderful place for the U.S. men's national team to go. They have a strong fan base. I mean, their metrics aren't the strongest in MLS by any means, but there are a lot of there's a lot of blame to go on to precord himself, who has from accounts coming out of Columbus, marketed the team poorly, signed one of the worst TV deals in MLS history this year. Uh, go read about that. Essentially, if you're a Columbus Crew fan there and, and you live in Columbus, it's extraordinarily unlikely that you'd be able to watch your Columbus Crew games on MLS Live or cable unless you have this one particular cable provider. So, so he, he cut out his own fan base from TV watching. And then cut out the marketing. Now he's complaining about how attendance is low, revenues are down. He's saying some stuff about, oh, we're paying three times as much as we were, which a, local businesses ha- a leader of a local business conglomerate has contested that that's probably not true. There's more money coming in from sponsorships for Precourt. Right. Uh, and then news trickling out today, a couple of days later, that in fact, MLS and Precourt had been working on moving the team to Austin for months, that so this is not something new. Uh, a domain registered in August... Uh, MLS 2 x by Precord Sports Ventures has actually even started now lobbying and trying to bring support precord down in Austin, meeting American Outlaws Austin chapter to kind of rally some local support around bringing a team down there. Don Garber, of course, has for many years talked about getting a team to Austin. A lot of folks were kind of surprised when Austin wasn't in the potential MLS expansion list. It was kind of weird. So it would make, you know, if you, if you put on your... Um, kind of it's always sunny in philadelphia conspiracy hat <laughs> it's 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 it seems like the reason austin wasn't included the reason that for many months they've been working on this thing is that precourt when he bought the team a few years ago wanted to move it to austin in fact his deal with the hunts to buy the team included a clause that he would not relocate the team except to I'll give you three guesses with city Munich, <laughs> no, okay, um, Moscow. It starts with A and ends in Austin. So <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I don't think of any clever answer. Something to go with Austin. <laughs> yeah. So this is all. This stinks to high heaven. A uh, great piece on 551 about why this is bad for the league. Bad. Shameless plug. Sorry. Right. Well, I mean, <laughs> no, okay. West really like unloaded, which I oh, yeah. I really appreciated. it. Oh, yeah. It it's a situation that deserved it. Uh.
1: It's kind of a staple in American sports, unfortunately, for teams to move. Uh we just saw last two years two NFL teams moved to Los Angeles, uh the Chargers and the Rams. Stan Kroenke, owned who owns the Rams owns the Rapids, who have seen attendance numbers drop recently. And the Columbus moving to Austin could set a very terrifying precedent for MLS teams and their fans. Um Colorado can move. Uh, Minnesota has a history of teams moving away. Uh, North Stars to Dallas, the Lakers to Los Angeles. Hopefully, Minnesota doesn't join that list. But, I mean, you, we were talking about it before. Bill McGuire is not any inning under. 20 years from now when the stadium is 18
0: years old. Which is how old Cruz Stadium is. exactly. So very quickly, before you go on with your thought, one thing I want to include is that Precourt mentioning the lack of a downtown Columbus stadium is one of the things that he, one of the reasons that he he wants to move the team. Uh, Unlikely that Columbus crew are going to get a downtown stadium. In fact, Mapfree is very close to downtown Columbus and it opened in 1999. So today it's about 18 years old. Mm -hmm. Sorry, please go on about Minnesota. And... So the stadium is eight. Would
1: be eighteen years, twenty years from now, a new cloud city, eighteen years old. Um, who's a, who's to say the new owner isn't to be some some owner like like uh, Anthony Partort, who's to say he's not be like Tronti, who's going to look for that next place to move that team to. Is it um, pronounced Procourt? I have no idea. Okay. I don't know how you said it. So I, I said
0: just... court because it's P-R-E-S-T-O-R-U. You have no idea. In fact, mispronouncing his name at this point, probably the the best thing we can do to him. Can we just call him Douche Nozzle? Anthony
1: Douche Nozzle. Yeah, and moving from Columbus to Austin would be moving to a smaller TV market. In Columbus, you have to, for marketing, for sports, you have to fight with the Blue Jackets, who pretty much play in the MLS offseason, for the most part, and uh, Ohio State. You have football, really, that's that's yeah, that's all you have to contend with for Ohio State. Maybe a little bit of March Madness, if the basketball team makes it into March, but really, you have the whole entire summer, to yourselves, in Columbus, the, how you're not capitalizing on that is beyond me.
0: It's true, and... I think this is this is the you just kind of hit hit the core here, which is that there just seems to be a lot of mismanagement of the crew, and there's nothing to say that any team couldn't suffer the same fate mm-hmm. in the future. And I'm not saying it'd be malicious. In this case, it does. There have been theories that the precourt actually um, sabotaged his own team. I'm not smart enough to tell you whether that's true or not, mm-hmm. but. I I do think that there there are bad owners. There are people who screw up who who go into the sports business for the wrong reasons, mm-hmm. mess up and then see it as an easier thing to move their franchise or maybe another city somewhere else tries to woo you away. Uh, it could happen to any team. You mentioned that this has happened a lot in in in, in, Minnesota, N- in, in, in Minnesota, in, other,
1: in NFL, other, right. NHL a lot. Let's talk about NBA. Stan Kroenke
0: in Colorado. Kroenke who moved an NFL team just last year. And Colorado today struggling. I mean, this is this is a chilling thing for MLS fans. And let's remember one thing with NFL or any of these other American sports leagues. You are a fan of a certain franchise and then you get pissed off with the NASL. You're not going to go watch football from somewhere else. CFL football, I mean, maybe, but like there isn't a better football league. No. With MLS, you get pissed off with the league. And I, I've, I've talked at this point to a lot of people from around the country, not just crew fans, who are really shocked that MLS is seemingly allowing this to happen. Garber saying that while he really doesn't want any teams to relocate, he, you know, w- would, would, would basically not stand in the way of if the owners are okay with this move. So, anyway, if that happens to MLS, there are stronger soccer leagues out there. You're watching local soccer because either you like being at soccer games in person where you're buying overpriced food and beverage mostly, <laughs> yeah. paying a lot for merchandise, um, maybe having a day, good day out with your family, but that doesn't need to be you know, season ticket. You can do that once or twice. But if you're there for the soccer, it, it's, it's the loyalty to your team that's bringing you there. If you suddenly send the message to MLS fans that, hey, your loyalty... Uh, you know, you might get your kids into it, but then when they're fifteen years old, suddenly their team gets yanked away to a different part of the country because I'm sorry, that's the way businesses go, blah, blah, blah. You you're you're severing a really important thing that that soccer brands in this country require and to be most successful. That's
1: one of the angles ne- I haven't even thought of until right now. MLS is really the only American sports leader that has development academies for younger players that could be uprooted and moved Across the country, which other other sports leagues don't have, so it adds a whole other wrinkle to it, which makes this whole MLS team the moving,
0: the crew moving, just so much more, so much worse. The crew developmental academy Even is now start in jeopardy. All over, they are a free academy, yeah. and it's and it now in jeopardy. The Cedar's questions being asked about what's going to happen. So I think both from a standpoint of working with your fans and having goodwill and PR that makes people come to MLS rather than shrug it off. You know, we we. You've been there, I've been there. We've talked yeah. to the quote-unquote snobs about how they really should come and watch MLS and how you know it's your local team and blah, blah, blah. Suddenly you take away that loyalty. You screw over your developmental players, your local fans. I mean, what's the point anymore? And you're giving uh, ammunition because other countries, there's been a lot of talk about how Mexico has this happen a bit, but there are other countries, the most prominent footballing nations, where this does not happen. So you're just giving ammunition to your haters for no reason. Mm-hmm. You know, Columbus isn't, the team can be successful there. We've seen the turnaround that Chicago had this year in terms of attendance and other metrics. You just need to invest, you need to market it well, and you need to get people into their seats. So this is this is not something where MLS could not turn Columbus around. Right, and
1: uh, Anthony Dushnoz will also announced this right after season two did Sales, were
0: automatic renewals. Auto, renewals. This is the, I believe it's the first year that they had automatic renewals. Once that ran out or ended. Yeah, it was the day. This the, the day after Wild released this. The day after or on the day or the deadline day of automatic season ticket renewals. And also the crew are
1: in the, are in the playoffs. They've clinched, I think, a couple of weeks ago. The Tifos, if they did a home game, are gonna be. I'm looking forward to them. Yeah, I mean they should be sending a message to
0: Pretor. And what a way to screw your own players over! Oh yeah, because now they they don't have this. The, all their fans now have this like issue with going and supporting them, supporting the team. So now you suddenly created this major problem for your on-field product for no reason when they're in the playoffs. You know, we've talked mm-hmm. about how Justin Miram is playing really well this year. It's it's nuts. I mean, I. This is one of those things where, you know, I I really hope the league is smart and does not do this. We don't need this in American soccer. No. Um, I'll also just throw in one of the small thing, which is in this situation, you know, if this was definitely going to happen, you know, what my ideal thing would be if you're, if you're definitely going to move the franchise, leave the brand and the awards and the, everything behind. Oh, yeah. Move them down to USL or something, you know. Like, don't, don't yank away their franchise completely.
1: No, Columbus Crew should still sit, stay. There shouldn't be any Aztec Crew 96 at all. That'd be just a kind of kick in the face to any crew, right. Columbus Crew fan. Which, if which, they do move, they should be
0: a completely different brand, starting fresh. And, and I, you know, I'm not big on MLS history. I've not read a whole lot about the early days. So I, did, I had forgotten that Houston actually took San Jose's titles. When San Jose was moved to Houston... Houston has some of those stars above their crest. How stupid is that? Like to it's me, ridiculous. that's nuts. Yeah, you know. So, so I think mistake was made once before, and it should not be repeated. This does not need to happen. Um, and I, I hope the league is smart enough to to avoid this public relations own goal um, to 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 really turn this around and save the crew. If you're listening to this, I encourage you to write in to. Um, Major League Soccer, there's a a, a way to con- contact the MLS commissioner that's been posted on our MLS on Reddit and uh, Columbus Crew news sources. Write to him, um, make your views known because our voices matter in this because, I mean, these teams, they're catering a product to us. And I'm going to say it again. If you don't think this is going to happen to your team, ask, ask crew fans if they thought even, forget one year ago, 10 years ago, if they thought that, this could ever happen to them. So it could. Really, if you allow this to happen once, you're sending the signal that it's okay to happen ever again. So I, I really encourage all of you to rally behind the Columbus crew here. There is no good reason this team should be moved. So right, with, with that, let's call an end to the, uh, part one of our episode. We'll come back with the rest of MLS news and a whole, whole lot more. So many times. <laughs> Welcome back to We Call It Soccer and your Bonanza episode packed with content. First, the rest of MLS now that we've finished ranting about Columbus. No, but seriously, dudes, save the crew, okay? Save the crew. But let's go back to Chicago, who played Philadelphia in Bridgeview and got a 3-2 result.
1: Yeah, Nemanja Nikolic with the hat trick for Chicago. 24 goals, 3 in front of Valeri, 4 in
0: front of Devovia. He has it wrapped up, right? Valeri plays the White Caps next week I don't think David Villa is getting four goals anytime soon Q, uh, Ron <laughs> Howard narration <laughs> he did exactly <laughs> <laughs> you, just, <laughs> you, you just guarantee that he's going to do like yeah. five and it's like just a whiff on a wide open goal <laughs> <laughs> well it's like it's like the, did I mention this on the podcast about how the Dutch coach when he was asked what if Sweden get eight goals against Luxembourg he's like what kind of question is that Sweden is not going to get eight goals against Luxembourg Q, Sweden scoring eight goals against Luxembourg <laughs> so in the UF Qualify anyway, so so Nikolic, you're right, is three goals now ahead of Valeri. Um, so all but seals the golden boot, right? Philly went up 2 1, 2 1 up on an own goal and a chip by Badoya, but then Nikolic happened. They scored two goals
1: in the second half, one off a penalty and then one just at very uh, kind of sweaty centering past to trailing Nikolic, mm-hmm. and they sealed the win. Now, Chicago is going the, into the playoffs on strong we were worried about them a little bit in the middle of the season but now they're kind of finding their form again find that purple patch they are the (laughs) anti-dallas
0: the red bulls (laughs) the red bulls i believe secured their playoff spot this past week they
1: did with a draw a nil nil draw against atlanta Um, take that atlanta and we talked about everyone talked about how atlanta is great if they did a road playoff game
0: they're in trouble they do not play that well on the road a great viral marketing stunt by the Red Bulls where a cow was released in Brooklyn and found its way onto some soccer pitches. Uh, Not entirely sure if this was viral marketing, but it should have been. Uh, They should plan to do this. No, I can tell it was Varo Martin who went and pooped on a Devin shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, The Houston Dynamo next year to put like one of those old school, like 1800s electric Dynamos in the middle of town, like just electrocuting people. (laughs) But... Isn't uh, it great? We're selling tickets. Oh, no, they're all dying. Speaking of Houston, another team that clinched playoff with a draw nil-nil against SKC in KC. Portland scoring four goals against DC United. And uh, next week, or I should say this coming weekend, DC United playing the final game at RFK. Um, any, any thoughts on this hallowed ground of US soccer playing host to such heroes as Freddie Adu? I mean,
1: strap, strap it for parts. I mean, there's not much that's left in there. You can just salvage, but I mean, you can try. Just tear it down.
0: See, I think, I think in response to that, I, I should give you a quote from Robert Kennedy himself, which is, while other men ask why, I say why not. <laughs> okay then Vancouver um, One goal Scored against San Jose Who got a Equalizer in the 77th and minute You should
1: definitely watch Vancouver's goal It was a beautifully worked Team goal That led to our Favorite Vancouver My favorite player In all of them less not A loon Scoring Jordi Reyna Jordi
0: Reyna That's the kind of goal Sure as hell as a That's the kind of goal Where you like Unbutton your pants Take the zip down Get the lotion and oh, that, that's just uh, me is that, okay this is me sorry we were in the block. same room when we watched that notch
1: <laughs> I was on the couch
0: next to you I, I was just talking about like you know loosening up a bit I thought but, you had uh, a cold <laughs> God damn it Colorado <laughs> scored one goal against RSL Colorado finding their form suddenly who knew um, <laughs> just in time for next year right. uh, dealing a blow to RSL's Playoff chances, RSL San Jose and uh, not Houston Dallas, the other Texas team, uh, for now, hopefully, forever, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, remaining in the playoff race. Josh Cat, the Josh Cat. meow, uh, former, goal, Loon. former Loon, getting the goal off a awesome Alan Gordon backheel flip, which came off a pass from another former Loon, Mo quietly sips coffee, looking happy and sarcastic at the same time, as Seattle... Scoring four goals against FC Dallas, making up for a couple of those nil-nil draws there.
1: Yeah, uh, terrible defending by Dallas. Apparently, their defensive line just falls apart by the time it's July. Right. It's just been a terrible run for them. Um, if they make the playoffs, then this just, just all going to be due to luck. Uh, right now, San Jose is in the sixth playoff spot in the West. Um, then RSL is in eighth. FC Dallas is in seventh. It's a little different than... Um, you might know, be familiar with the with the Premier League and kind of because on when they're tied on points, uh, instead of goal differential, it is uh, head to head uh, results. Which is, if you're like, oh, yeah, well i so does it's this way, well, so does La Liga, so let's just calm down, you euro snobs. Okay, whoa, 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 no, I'm okay, sorry, I just, it's all right, Caleb I, you're
0: fine, don't worry about I, it, you're uh, among
1: friends here. I just saw red,
0: my, my vision went red, <laughs> I'm really sorry, <laughs> no, no, you're not, you're which, not in the Red Bull which, me- which
1: means. RSL is gonna be the sixth team. I think that's that's what that means.
0: Yeah, so RSL <laughs> is at forty two points. San Jose and FC Dallas at forty three. We uh, have San Jose,
1: if they did make it, would have the worst goal differential in I think MLS playoff history, which is negative twenty two. You know how bad that is, Notch? How bad? Minnesota has the same amount of goal differential. And we did
0: not mention earlier that Minnesota need only two goals scored against them to be the worst expansion team in history in terms of goals allowed. We do go against San Jose, as we mentioned before, so we could play spoiler. FC Dallas playing the worst team, though, with LA Galaxy. Who are coming off a win against right. <laughs> the Moons. Uh, so. uh, yeah, yeah. It's going At- to be an interesting game. They'll probably just fizzle out into a no-no draw. The, the team that probably gets screwed here, though, is Real Salt Lake, who are going up against SKC, albeit in Salt Lake. And they haven't been at home this year. Right. Let's also just quickly mention that Toronto did get their weekly win against Montreal. All right. With that, let's now move into a segment we call the Pyramid Scheme. Let's climb those ancient objects of the Egyptians, or maybe it was aliens, left for us. <laughs> and uh, let's talk about soccer from the rest of the U.S. soccer pyramid. First up, we had the NWSL. Final this past weekend, the Portland Thorns pulling out a one-nil win against the North Carolina Courage.
1: It was held at a, new, at a neutral site in Orlando. It was held, held in Orlando, which I thought was odd. Should have been either. It probably should have been at the the
0: Courage. See again, you're home. drawing ire from the Euro snobs who are like, "That's how finals should be held at neutral sites." Blah 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 blah. Uh, Tweet at me. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) So, so but uh, good showing by supporters from both teams at the stadium. Absolutely. Um, Looked like a really fun Mm. game to be at in terms of the atmosphere. Very physical game. A lot of hard
1: tackles. Um, Probably should have been a couple red cards in there, to be honest. Yeah. Um, The first half, I think three quarters of the first half highlights were just hard fouls. You just like winced. As the yeah. person dove in, um, but a lapse in defense by the Courage led to the the, the lone goal in the stand by Lindsay Horan for the Thorns, and from there they just shored up defensively. And thanks to their
0: uh, their goalie uh, Adriana Franch, they won because she had some great saves. Unfortunately, the the defense wasn't as much of a bus as it should have been because. North Carolina getting some awesome chances throughout this game that they just failed to convert. There was a whiff on the ball. There were some amazing blocks by Thorns defenders. There was just a little bit of high and wide, as you mentioned, some saves from French. And North Carolina should have got out of this game with at least two or three goals. Right, and two goals alone in
1: stoppage time in right. had one It was crazy. It was just... A
0: fr- basically a frenzy in the Portland Thorns box yeah. for four minutes. And and the game is going past the allotted uh, minimum stoppage time. <laughs> I think it ended time, up so you know, like two minutes
1: after like 94th, the, f- the fourth stoppage time it was 96 minutes. It was it,
0: just... If I was yeah. a Thorns supporter, my seat would be gone, my nails would be gone, my hair would be <laughs> pulled out. Like, it my was voice would be... Always-
1: Blow the whistle! Right. It. So
0: this was a great send-off of Portland Thorns players, Danish and national Nadia Nadim, the uh, former refugee who's got a really amazing story you should read about her, who's leaving from Manchester City, and uh, French and national Amandine Ari, who is heading to Olympique Lyon. Let's now talk about NASL, who had some great expansion news. San Diego has a name, and it's 1904. And as you know, Caleb... San Diego was founded by the Germans in 1904, and it is uh, it translates into whale vagina. Oh, yeah, I knew that. In the educational video, Anchorman. Yeah, okay. but So so I looked into this, into this a little bit. Why is this team called 1904? San Diego NASL's press release says it's because um, S is the 19th letter of the alphabet, and D is the fourth letter, which calls into question Reno 1868. I don't think there are 68 alphabet uh, letters in the alphabet. I think it's an alien
1: Alphabet, because it is in Reno, down in Area 51, maybe. And or do like- they count emoji? You know,
0: like when you scroll in the keyboard and you get the emoji. I don't oh, know. Oh Wait, I'm going to check what... Yeah, okay, do 68 that. 68, 85 emoji. Those <laughs> sick bastards. <laughs> <laughs> so, so so San Diego saying it's that, and there's some evidence based on very old internet articles that I found from before Anchorman that suggested some sort of obscure gang reference to San Francisco, or uh, San Diego, my which, bad. Which wouldn't be good. No. Also, if it is the whole...
1: 19th letter, 4th letter. It's a horrible cipher. We figured that out immediately. Come
0: on. Why did anyone Google listen? They figured out, you know, it's a joke at Man, We are going to get screwed with this the minute we release it. Anyway, whatever. We'll see what happens with this team. It just, name is weird. Um, Speaking of weird names, Deltas are very likely (laughs) through to the NASL Championships. Which Uh, is bonkers after their spring season. Which is bonkers considering they gave away all their merchandise for free. Uh, or are at this next game that's coming up. Not, should we be worried about the Deltas being. No, 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 season? no, no. Every soccer team in this country that's doing excellently and very well gives away all of its merchandise okay. for free. Um, so, Miami obviously have booked their ticket by winning the spring season, but they are tied currently for the fall title as well with the Deltas. The other teams in the playoff race for NASL are Jacksonville, the Cosmos, and North Carolina, Texas Ranger. USL playoff news. Uh, basically, just uh, the matchups for the first round have been announced. I'll just show them really quickly. Uh, you know what? Let's let's we we, we should keep moving on. Folks okay. can go check these out online. They're very exciting. Is right, there this one? Weekend, Friday and Saturday. Why, why don't you point out your two one in each conference that you're excited about? Uh, I'm excited about the in the Eastern Conference Tampa Bay
1: Rowdies versus FC Cincinnati, the U.S. Cup Darlings versus kind of our I don't know. I, I've been cheering for the Rowdies in the U.S. all this year just as uh. Dan and Matt, I so
0: love the
1: Unsubstitutes podcast. I sure, sure. podcast. And kind of just, yeah, yeah, just cheer for him. Damien Lowe used to be there. Yeah. Joe Cole That, that would be my
0: reason not to. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then uh, I would say
1: probably San Antonio FC versus Tulsa Rough Nets. San Antonio, really unlucky not to have the number one seed, but they wore. The, at
0: the beginning of this year, the hottest team in the USL. Some rumors coming through that I'm not going to repeat at this moment because they are unconfirmed that uh, US, certain USL 2 teams and affiliates could be out of the running for next year. Stay tuned for updates on that. Let's now move into a segment that we call The Sewer. <laughs> In the sewer segment, we talk about the United States Ninja Turtles. Uh, the first and senior team news. Bruce Arena out as a uh, men's national team coach surprise. Sunil Gulati is not surprised as president. Yeah, and he seemed to kind of deflect all of the blame
1: and said, oh, we're doing great things here. No, you're not. You didn't qualify for the World Cup. Please leave now.
0: Thank you. I enjoyed how Bruce Arena said development is not the Federation's problem. And Gulati in this phone call said development is the Federation's problem. Kind of not on the same page, apparently, the federation president and his former head coach. Um, today we heard that there are rumors that Landon Donovan might be running for USSF president. There it goes, Jonathan Klinsman's call up. Ha ha ha, his phone, he didn't know until his phone told him. Uh, um, Eric Wijnaldi also in the running. I would like that to happen just for the fireworks that would be involved. So many uh-huh. fireworks. And kind of a weird rumor
1: that's been popping pop- Popping up a couple days ago, Big Sam for U.S. for a Men's coach, team
0: coach. Yep. There what? were some people over fifty-five one <laughs> Twitter joking about it, and then it became real. um I mean, you know, I I don't I'm not going to dignify that with a conversation right now until it becomes much more serious. Yeah, so, exactly. But uh one of the problems that was pointed to this week is the USSF presidential post is not a paid position which makes the fact that most people who are informed in the soccer world <laughs> guess what they don't make a lot of money and they can't really they aren't in a position to quit their jobs to take the federation presidential post guys like Kyle Martino who was rumored to be in the running had to bow out for such reasons right so um yeah Things not really looking very optimistic from the federation standpoint at the moment. Things that are looking good though U17 World Cup, the baby Nats. The future is bright. It is. Except for that one game they played, the final group game uh, um, against Colombia. Colombia 3 1. But let's move on to the knockout round. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where the US won 5 0 against Paraguay. Hatcher from Timway.
1: Just brilliant second goal from out of the box. Um, two goals, one from Andrew Carlton and Josh, one from Josh Sargent, just kind of just tore apart the yeah. Paraguay defense. And they play England
0: this Saturday at 9:30 in the quarterfinals. Tim's father, George, former Liberian player of the Premier League and other Or Ballon d'Or winner, yes, other such prominent. Achievements is now likely to be Liberian president. Uh, I believe they might actually have a runoff there happening, but there's there's some weird stuff going on. Go read about it if you want. Uh, other tournament news, though, real quick from the U17 World Cup Iran topped their group after beating Germany 4 0. That was the Germans' only loss. Then Iran went down to beat Mexico 2 1 into the quarterfinals. Ger- the, the quarterfinals picture is Germany versus Brazil, Mali versus Ghana, USA versus England, who beat Japan on penalties, and Iran playing a team whose name I have now forgotten Spain. It's Espana. Okay. <laughs> Let's now move on to a segment we call The Pub, where we hop into a plane. Unfortunately, we didn't get any complimentary upgrades this time to first class, and then we go to England and hop into a pub where we get some. Wait, warm we were to be beer. first class. How come I was way back by the bathrooms? Oh, damn it, where's Colin when you need him? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's talk about English soccer this week. Our pub is called the Poison Pen because <laughs> cried Shakespeare has been fired by Leicester. This is the winter of his discontent <laughs> <laughs> and, and other such. Other side, we did it! You're cultured. Oh, <laughs> uh, my theater major finally comes into use. Um, so we'll we'll see what happens with 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 Leicester uh, City um, and Mr. Vardy and his parties. But Man City having the party this past weekend, scoring seven goals against Stoke City, who could only manage two. Man City looking pretty much a lock for the Premier League title at this point. I mean, we're only eight games in, and
1: I yeah. There's 30 games left. There's nothing could go wrong for Man City
0: that will let them lose this title. Absolutely nothing could go wrong. (laughs) Pep (laughs) Fraudiola seems to not be as much of a fraud as previously claimed. His system working quite well for City. Uh, Some conversation about how Aguero being gone actually helps City get their players into more natural positions when they're not forced to play with him. Uh, Manchester United, the other Manchester team, traveling to Liverpool... And both teams playing a nil-nil draw.
1: Jose Mourinho doing his best, Jose, and parking 11 men behind the bus with the best attack, one of the best attacking teams in the league. Right. Just frustrating to watch. this. It could have been a great game. It could have been, been, with Liverpool's defense, it could have been 5-4, 4-6. There could have been double-digit goals scored in this game. But no, he's going to park the bus, over
0: for the point away from home, and it's just frustrating. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Something else frustrating uh, to, to certain people who should be on this podcast typically, but aren't today, Colin, uh, was, was Arsenal's result, who lost 2-1 to one at Watford. Uh, Troy Deeney, Watford player, coming out after the game and said, I'm physical, ugly, and do all the things they don't like. I should be doing my accent on this, shouldn't I? Let me try yeah, that again. <laughs> I'm physical, ugly, and do all the things that they don't like. I want to say who out of the back three was up for a challenge, and none of them were. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Again, the theater uh, major, guys. Theater <laughs> major.
1: Uh, Tom cleverly scores the game winner um, after being unmarked by Granit Xhaka, who is busy picking his nose outside the box. Literally. That's, that's not even a... No, he was. Well, yeah. look, look it up. Google
0: Granit Xhaka, pitch nose, and you'll see it. Arsenal showing... I mean, Dini's comment was pe- essentially how they, they weren't up for it. You know, they weren't up for physicality, were, oh, yeah. but it seemed that they just weren't up for anything. Arsul missing a sitter, pretty much. Very weak shot, and then... Are we sure it was a shot, or was he just passing it to the goalkeeper? You might tell he's on the
1: training grounds, like, oh, yeah, I'm through now. All right, we'll do that one again. Give me back out the 35-yard <laughs> mark. All right, let's do this. <laughs> but then uh, Watford, and I have to be honest, got a soft penalty to equalize 1-1. Um, yeah. but Wenger it was unhappy. Given,
0: and he should be unhappy. His team played like shit. <laughs> yep, yep. After this game... Uh, scenes on arsenal fan tv as well i'm tired robbie but um if you don't know what arsenal fan tv is you're living under a rock that you wanted
1: it out of as soon as possible look that up it's 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 basically if shakespeare lived today he would write stuff like this
0: (laughs) by the way do you know there's an atlanta united fan tv out there is there really yeah
1: are they ever angry
0: i I mean have they ever lost yes they have have. Yeah. I want. I want to. The, the, the
1: subreddit alone was just. So I hope <laughs> I
0: want to see that TV <laughs> channel. Spurs getting a one 0 result against Bournemouth. but the big, big result from this past weekend that everybody was talking about, and so shall we, was Palace getting a two-one win against Chelsea. Palace scores their first two goals of the season what? against Antonio Conte's Chelsea. What? What a beautiful, beautiful thing. Chelsea should have conceded about four more goals. Um. It was beautiful to watch Crystal Palace just throw everything at, at Chelsea's defense and just tear them apart. It was an absolutely embarrassing display for every single Chelsea player, in my opinion. They should really have a cold, hard look at themselves in the mirror after this game. Because, man, they look like amateurs out there. You know, there's that, that um, cliché they look like a pub team. That, that was Chelsea this game. Not something
1: I said about Chelsea very often.
0: Yeah. I mean, or Crystal at all, Palace. Really.
1: Especially against Crystal Palace, who hasn't
0: scored all season. Still in 20th place, even after this win. Yeah, Roy Hudson ending this game quite happily. Uh, uh, in, in other happy news relating Newcastle United, uh, Mike Ashley, the much maligned owner of Newcastle United, has had to sell
1: the team much to th- and Newcastle fans are exci- or ecstatic
0: cuz they hate Mike Ashley and they've been lobbying for him to get out for quite a while. See, dreams do come true if you lobby for him sometimes. You can't open against Rafa and win. Nope, nope, nope. Uh in, in some in a heartwarming story from the world of football manager and English football. Yeah, uh, a man from China to family to England
1: um to see the sights and to uh um, time to visit the everything and do regular vacation, but he also wanted to go see his favorite team. Everything, oh, Ch- Chelsea, Manchester United, obviously, Manchester City, hell maybe even Liverpool. No, he wanted to see Runcon Linitz a ninth division team that he has played with with on
0: full manager every year to come out. I, I mean you know I, I have to say since this visit took place runcorn stadium atmosphere has reduced a little bit all the tourists in the stands uh, kind of taking <laughs> they don't down, a chance yeah you know and and they they seem to be targeting their merchandise to Asia nowadays not their local supporters it's it's quite a shame all right let's now move into a segment we call they don't call it soccer in brackets some do though where we talk about soccer from the rest of the world that we haven't talked about yet first up UEFA qualifying for the World Cup the playoff draw has been announced and here are the four matchups you can expect to see in november northern ireland taking on switzerland with uh, our favorite montreal player jamiroquai uh croatia taking on greece denmark taking on the republic of ireland and sweden taking on italy uh, that of course being probably the worst draw italy could have expected out of
1: this. yeah worst draw definitely the I, I don't know. Croatia is pretty dangerous, too. I think the Croatia, Greece game is going to be one to watch for sure. Um, all these games are looking pretty even, honestly. I think Switzerland has a little bit of a, of a advantage over Northern Ireland. But True. looking at these other three games, it's pretty even. Italy, obviously, is a little bit of a. Uh, advantage
0: over Sweden, but Sweden has been playing very well in these they qualifiers. Have. Yeah, so so keep an eye out for those games coming up. Let's now talk about the Champions League, where Man City played Napoli in probably one of the most eagerly anticipated Champions League games this yeah. whole year. Man City
1: just just destroying the Premier League as we know it. Napoli, top of Serie A, kind
0: of surprisingly going into this game, eight wins out of eight, the only team in in Europe, top division team in Europe, that had won all of its league games, and. Unfortunately, they lost this game.
1: Yeah, uh, 2-1 to Man City.
0: Um, Man City's just too hot right now. It kind of underscores the fact that Pep Guardiola, again, has... He's probably a pretty good coach who can figure out a winning strategy against other teams that are doing quite well. Yeah. So, so uh, look, look out for Man City to do well this year. Maybe finally they will get rid of their Champions League. A curse. Apoel Nicosia getting the shock result tying Dortmund 1-1. Dortmund are having a terrible Champions League season so far with two losses, and now this draw. They had previously lost 3-1 to both Real Madrid and Spurs, very likely to end up in the Europa League. Yeah,
1: they're third place right now. With Tottenham playing like they are in the Champions League and
0: Real Madrid in front of you, it's going to be a tall mountain to climb. So maybe we see Pulisic destroying uh, Collins' Europa League dreams. Yeah, <laughs> so we shall we shall see. The one year they don't get Bayern Munich in the quarterfinal in the not that <laughs> round, they get dormant Oh, that'd be great. Uh Karabag getting another shock. This was, I mean, pretty much Champions League week for shock results from little teams. Uh Karabag, the uh little brother of energy drink Katabao, in uh located in Azerbaijan, tying Atletico Madrid nil nil. Uh Driesman and Carrasco both missed. Sitters, pretty much.
1: They're in one-on-one with the goalkeeper, and they missed, or drew a save out of the goalkeeper. Um, really changed the ship and put it away. Uh, the striker for Carbog, uh Dino, I'm not, I'm not sure how to say his last name. It's N-D-L-O-V-U. I don't... Ndlovu? Ndlovu. Gets a second yellow for diving in the box. Um, so, I think the last 15 or so minutes, they play with a man down, and left girl can't get... The game winner. I mean, they had ca- all and a drinking
0: Carabao, so they were all really, like, probably energetic. the
1: best. Probably the best result in the team's history. Honestly, don't be the third best team in Spain who have won the championship before, and I don't know.
0: I mean, you can imagine, right? You're a little team somewhere, and then suddenly these huge, like, world famous teams come, and you get a result. I mean, they remember how we were against Swansea? I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a game that Take didn't that, even Swansea. matter. That was a game that didn't even matter. Real Madrid tying Spurs one-one at the Bernabeu. Oh my God, Real Madrid in crisis.
1: No, not really. It was a that's a great game to watch. Back and forth, pretty much the entire game. Um, both keepers came up huge to Anavis and Hugo Lloris, just keeping it equal at one one apiece. Um,
0: can't wait for the Lay at Wembley. Yeah, Chelsea tying Roma three three in yet another shock result. Unless you've been following Serie A, in which yeah. case maybe you've been seeing Roma do pretty well. Yeah, Roma's doing pretty well.
1: Chelsea coming off that kind of dip in form and then starts the Palace maybe this one could have been expected. the Hodgson
0: curse the Hodgson curse <laughs> usually that's on his
1: own team <laughs> <laughs> um, so but if you want to watch anything from this game watch Edin Dzeko's uh, first goal uh, this Roma's second goal great volley by him um, weird subs for Tante yeah
0: he seems game. to be doing this quite a lot um it's kind of perplexing, but it did work out for him. He did, however, take off Eden Hazard in the 80th minute. Hazard going on two goals, going on a hat trick. And it's like, why would you, I mean, he does get kind of get gassed. So I guess I get it, but still. When
1: he's on two goals, that's puts it even more in the question. It's just not a good, not a good move. Um, it's to my favorite result of yeah. this week so far. Uh, Maribor
0: zero. Liverpool seven. Uh, the, the, the it's a football store. Uh, we we milked the Ox for a goal. <laughs> I'm sorry, I said that out loud. <laughs> no, we're, we're not editing that out.
1: We're, <laughs> we're not editing that out. out of staying in. i have not made to. That <laughs> is staying in. But the Ox, Alex O'Leary-Chamberlain, scored his first goal for the Reds since moving him from Arsenal and bringing his Arsenal funk over. So that that's
0: the difference today. We don't have Arsenal funk. <laughs> <I'm> sorry, Colin. <laughs> I love you.
1: Miss <laughs> Colin. Hope you're having fun at your concert
0: or whatever. I'm have this is black- what happens when you leave. Have, I'm going to have a black eye next Wednesday, <laughs> basically after we record the next bond. Uh but- The biggest away win for Liverpool <clears throat> in Champions League history it
1: ends a five game five game winless streak in the champions league for liverpool and um after three stages in the groups three rounds in the group stages every english team is on top of their group
0: in the champions league it's coming home boys okay uh really quick for liga french liga Watch uh, Benjamin Gino's amazing volley for Dijon against PSG. Go make sure to watch this goal. Incredible. I mean that's you know, I talked about goals that make you lose in your pants. That's that that that's that's another. when I left the room. I was like, oh, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, PSG, of course, still went. Boo, you ruined everything. Win the game. Okay, moving along to Bundesliga, where Dortmund are keeping things interesting for Bayern, who got their first win under Jupp Heynckes this week by scoring five goals against SC Freiburg. Uh, the boys are back, suffice it to say. and uh, But Dortmund losing to RB Leipzig. Dortmund
1: losing, but still remaining top of the Bundesliga. Um, by two points. Leipzig in third. Yeah, Leipzig in third. Uh, two red cards, one for each team in this game. Both come out of penalties after VAR. I didn't know that the Bundesliga used VAR until we watched the highlights for this game. Yeah. So that's and interesting, and I want to
0: know your thoughts on that. So, tweet at us. Conquer Caffley, uh, qualifier should probably have this. Again.
1: Probably, probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Let's move on now to Serie A, where we had the Milan Derby this past week, where Inter got a 3 2 result against AC Milan. This was essentially, as you put it, Montreal versus Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> Blue and black stripes versus red and black stripes. Right. Um, Inter had a bald guy. Like, Is that Lauren Simon? No, it's not Lauren Simon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, there was an AC Milan player who climbed up on a flaming like thing and all of <laughs> us got burned okay, no, no, that did not happen uh, Icardi getting a hat trick Mauro Icardi and then doing the Messi celebration where he takes off his jersey and holds it up in front of the fans I've seen about three people do that this year including Ronaldo
1: as a response to Messi yeah but Messi started it no one would have done it without Messi doing it so it's Messi's celebration okay. but also this this game watch just watching the
0: highlights maybe you we'll want to watch more Serie A it was so intense, just this one derby. Generally this year, I've heard reports that Serie A is a much more... I don't think competitive is the right word. There's just a lot happening. There's a lot of storylines and narratives in Serie A this year. When you look at the table, it goes Napoli, Inter, Lazio, Juventus in fourth, uh, Lazio in fifth. And then you've got to go all the way down to 10th to find Milan, who bought an entirely new lineup this summer.
1: Uh, Roma's in fifth. Look you said is. Lazio's in third but then you said they're also in fifth but they're oh, in third oh Roma, Roma. that's why <laughs> yeah. they're uh, in the same city don't kill me for confusing the <laughs> no, two no yeah please no
0: <laughs> <laughs> I value my life uh, but yeah Serie A this year I, I need to watch more Napoli games I've heard they're incredibly open in play and just a very very fun team to watch
1: yeah so go watch Syria. if you learn anything from this podcast uh
0: f- Fuck Anthony Percourt and watch Syria. <laughs> <I think> <laughs> <laughs> to, to, two good <laughs> lessons for your life. Um, typically, this is the point that we talk about conspiracy theories. Um,
1: but there's like so much weird shit going on in soccer right now. Just go on any soccer website and
0: read the headlines and you'll probably find a conspiracy theory yourself. Right, exactly. There are actual real conspiracy theories and not ones that Colin has to kind of dig his mind to come up with. Um, but yeah, and anything else we should cover this week on the podcast? Um, any, any soccer feelings... How's how's your video gaming going in soccer? Are you still I'm, playing
1: FIFA 18. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I started one with Liverpool. Finally, I just had to wait a little bit <laughs> <just> to, <laughs> <laughs> until I got to win. Yeah, exactly. I went, oh, we're to play 10, and I, you know, it's a lot of fun. I'm, is is Jurgen Klopp in the game? Like, do you see his like face now when you replace him as Liverpool manager? Oh, you gotta play as Klopp. No, you can't. Which I I would if I was Liverpool manager. Okay, but I'm also the U.S. Men's National Team coach, and Christian has two goals and two games for the U.S. Men's National
0: Team, so that's cool. I, obviously, you should be appointed ahead of Big Sam. We, I, I, I'm still playing Journey Mode, so spoilers. Alex Hunter has now been signed to Bayern Munich, where Carlo Ancelotti shows him after the press. Ugh, awkward, awkward. So, basically, Journey Mode in FIFA 18, uh, you, you guys really screwed up the bets you made. Um, on things. So anyway, anyway, uh, I'm still playing FIFA 18 a little bit. It's fun.
1: Yeah, it's a fun game.
0: I uh, really is. enjoy the mechanics. Again, it's a lot
1: harder. I think they had a major patch though that changed the entire gameplay. Did you notice? <laughs> yeah, I played a lot worse. I finally figured out how to play just the old patch, or yeah. the old game, and then the new patch. And I just I I lost to Burnley with Liverpool. So that happened. <laughs> is there are there any
0: mobile soccer games that you enjoy? Um, I I think it's Soccer Hero. Okay, I would love to hear listeners your recommendations for mobile soccer games. I got no, an it's a Score Hero. Score Hero. I think yeah. I played Score Hero. That's the one where you make your you just like finish the goals, right? Like yeah,
1: especially like Candy trash, but for soccer, and you have to do these different situations and score a goal yeah. or an assist or whatever,
0: and it's a certain amount of stars. It's kind of cool. You can track your career. Right. Even- I I have played that one. That was fun. I yeah. actually played that one shortly after the World Cup. 2014 so you got to like play the World Cup matches so you got to do like Van Persie's like diving header and stuff so it's fun but if I, I have this game called FC Pro which is basically a very 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 simplified fictional version of Football manager where you simulate all the matches and it's, mechanics are very simple. It's, it's basically a, a game to play when you're stuck somewhere for three hours, like on a plane without an internet connection. But if you have other recommendations for soccer games on Android that, uh, that have a balance between learning how long it takes to play and how much fun they are, let us know. Let us know, and you can tweet those at TWO United fans, which is my Twitter handle. Caleb, where can the good people find you? I'm at K olsen 716 I Also, write for and check out my match
1: recap of the LA game. My, my last match recap of the season. Um, I don't know why you'd want to read it. You know, why you'd want to read it though? It's a kind of a downer because we sucked. Yeah. Um, thanks to uh, Eric Anderson and the and Tectonics from this season song Lustless as our theme song. You can check them out around the cities. They have a show in November at the Kitty Cat Club, I believe. Yeah. Um, I'll have
0: more details on that next week. If you want to tap into the Arsenal funk and uh, you, you, you haven't... Uh, you haven't got enough with Arsenal Fan TV. Do do go find Colin at the attachment on Twitter. You can find this podcast on fine podcast providers everywhere of course and 55.1. As always please 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 share news with your friends. We also have a quick news bullet at the Dark Clouds auction next week. You will be able to purchase a, a or rather with, with by donating to charity you will be able to get for yourself a guest spot on this podcast on an episode sometime in the off season so the bad news said, is you have to share a mic with Colin so I'm I calling know. that right now he's not here I'm <laughs> calling my own maybe mic maybe we can get a fourth mic <laughs> we, we don't need to get Colin to share his mic we can Okay, get, we can, I will borrow one from Dave Zeller the Dave's I know alright with that we do have to close this edition of the podcast thank you as always for listening we do appreciate you coming by wait for us next Tuesday night or Wednesday morning when the next episode of We Call It Soccer will come Your way. Goodbye everyone. Save the crew.